Oh no, you froze. Hello? 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 Am I back? Yes. Okay. Lindsay. Hi, Erica. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. How about you? Same as ever. Just living La Vida Loca yeah, down here right? in 2021. Yeah. Yeah. 2020 <laughs> part two. Yeah. 2023. Who cares? Who knows Yay. what year it is anymore? I don't know. I mean, to be fair, I didn't say 2022. I said 2020 part two. Oh, I missed the part. Well, I'm sorry. Time is an illusion, and nothing is real anymore, so. You know what? That's fair. Maybe this really is just 2020 extended. I ju- I've i decided yeah, that I will not be turning in age in the next two weeks because coronavirus stole a year of my life, and I will not let it do that, so. You know what? 2020 part two, because I'm not aging. Valid. I yep. support you. Thank you. Do you want to learn about some stuff? I would love to learn about some stuff. We're getting started. Today. We are getting started. So I actually started my research early this week. Whoa. Shock to everyone. I know. That's why I could record like almost right away. <laughs> it's so weird. So Well, that's why I checked with you if you went 8.30 your time or 8.30 my time. Because I was like going to yeah. take a shower and do a face mask. You're like, no, in 20 minutes. It's like, oh, fuck. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Really. I mean, this was literally just because I got home around like 7.45. So I was like, I need a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And now I'm good. But I finished this beforehand. I started this early in the week. Is it going to be more organized than my other ones? Absolutely not. And that's fine. And that's why we love you. Thank you. So basically this week and everything else, it started with a few things. So number one, I was a little sad and lonely. I know why. I've talked about it in therapy. Like, don't worry. Number two, like two Fridays ago, I really wanted to watch Shape of Water. But it was like midnight on a Friday and I had already had several glasses of wine and I was by myself. And so that seems like the perfect time to watch The Shape of Water. I know. I know. But I was like, this is a little bit depressing and pathetic, isn't it? So I texted Jason. I was like, is this depressing? He was like, possibly. I was like, yeah, you're probably right. I'll go to bed. Boo. He's a bad friend. I mean, it's fine. It worked out for the best because I'm still thinking about it. I still want to watch it. So naturally, because I didn't watch it, I was like, what type of cryptid is going to spark joy for me this week? The answer is fishmen. Yes. Fishmen are going to spark joy for me. And then that led me down like a very deep rabbit hole. So originally I was just going to talk about the fetus lake monster, but then like, spoiler alert, I saw it was a hoax and the descriptions were almost certainly based off of the gill man from the Black Lagoon. Sorry, did you say the fetus lake monster? Fetus. T-H-E-T-I-S. I was okay. I'm like that seems kind of macabre if you name a lake fetus lake. Yeah, it does. But it was a anyway. Hoax. Okay, good. Based on the creature from the Black Lagoon, and that movie is what inspired The Shape of Water. So then I decided to look up cryptids that are similar to the Gill Man, and then I found a really cool article about like the origins of the Gill Man and like commentary on what it could have originally, like the myths it could have come from. And I found out that 
uh, part of Creature from the Black Lagoon was filmed less than an hour away from me. Cool. Yeah, right? So all of that is to say that I'm going to talk about the cryptids or legends that may or may not have inspired the Gilman, and some cryptids inspired in turn by the world's most famous fish man. Fun! Yeah. I love it. And then I'm going to go take a nice drive, and I'm going to find myself a fish husband. Hell yes, baby. Hell yeah. So, all right. Central character of our tale, the Gilman from Creature from the Black Lagoon. For those of you who might not be familiar, Creature from the Black Lagoon is a black and white horror film which was released in 1954. And it was actually filmed in 3D, which is pretty neat. So, like 3D movie. I didn't realize they were that I didn't. Old. Yeah, I didn't know that they could do 3D. Yeah, it was, like, weird projecting techniques, but you still had, like, the 3D glasses and stuff. Oh, I watched a YouTube video about how to do 3D without a 3D camera, and it was, it was, like, if it's a very bright, or it's, like, a dark foreground on a very bright background or something like that, and you wear glasses that's, like, one lens is darker than the other, then it'll look 3D because how your eye processes light. Anyway... He did it really cool, and he's like, oh, if you have sunglasses, put them on one of your eyeballs, and then this video will look 3D. And it did. I felt very goofy wearing sunglasses extremely crooked on my face, but I was alone in my room, so it didn't matter. That's super cool. It is cool. But yeah, that was a little fun fact. So the plot of this movie... That actually, No, that actually legitimately was that's a fun <laughs> fact. <laughs> I thought that, like, that was neat. So the plot of the movie is basically that an expedition to the Amazon discovers fossils of a skeleton hand with webbed fingers providing a direct link between land and sea creatures. Instead of finding the rest of the skeleton when they, like, go out to look for it, the, re- the researchers actually find a living creature, now known as the Gilman. Okay. I understand that this is a horror movie and that this is pedantic, but I, how could a fossil show that you had webbed fingers? Because that's skin between your fingers if it's webbed, so it wouldn't fossilize. I, okay, so I didn't look at it, and I haven't <laughs> seen the movie. But my guess is that it's, like... You know in Animal Crossing how some of the fossils are just, like, rocks with, like, the impression Uh, of a creature in it? Yes. I'm thinking it might be that. That makes sense. Also, again, this is a horror movie from the 40s. It does not have to be scientifically accurate. 50s? I'm paying attention to what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're basically the same. Who cares? So, typical monster movie stuff happens. People get scared. People get killed. Gilman notices a beautiful assistant named Kay and follows her back to the titular black lagoon more monster movie stuff happens the tr- the crew tries to escape one guy tries to kill the gill man all by himself because everyone else is like why don't we just leave let's just leave and not try this so he gets killed trying to kill the gill man gill man abducts Kay, the beautiful assistant and takes her to his lair the rest of the crew follow riddle his bodies with bullets and and save Kay. 63 years later, Guillermo del Toro releases The Shape of Water, in which the Gill Man is brought to a secret government lab and falls in love with Eliza, who is mute, and one of the, like, cleaning staff. Again, another spoiler, the beautiful fish man gets the girl and the evil government official dies. Hell yeah. Fast forward a bit, Erica watches this movie in theaters with her mom, Erica and Lindsay start a podcast, Erica dedicates (laughs) an entire episode to the fish man, and here we are! Also, this is appropriate because this bright green beer that I'm drinking on the can, it has a picture of the Gilman. Oh my god! Yeah. There's some other, like, cryptids we're going to talk about that also have, like, green eyes. So you're, like, on There are forces at play. There are forces at play right now. The universe is aligning. The universe wants me to get this fish husband. Yes. But what inspired the creation of the Gilman? The answer is more complicated than you might expect. The answer is also racism. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same so with, like, par- King Kong. Sorry if I'm jumping on your stuff. No, but... that's okay. You're not. So. Okay. Because it's, like, King Kong and the Gilman are just, you know, kind of uh, panic stuff about immigration in the 50s. And it's how they're going to steal all the beautiful blonde women. I wasn't going that deep. I was going into the oh. literal, like, man who is a fish. Oh, well, sorry, you can cut that out. Sometimes no, I listen I to like, NPR, I'm can you tell? <laughs> you're right, you're getting meta. I am going literal. So apparently there's a Mexican filmmaker named Gabriel Figueroa. He met the producer of Creature from the Black Lagoon at a party and told him that there is a creature in the Amazon that he'd heard of who is half man, half fish. He claims that every year a maiden is abducted and the villages are otherwise left alone. So... The thing with this is that there's no myth that directly correlates to this story. Also, this filmmaker is from Mexico, not from Brazil. And when I was, like, looking that up, I actually found a really awesome article by Andreoli Costa, who I think is, he's from Brazil, and he, like, when he wrote it, was a grad student, like, essentially researching this sort of thing. He wrote a really cool article detailing some Brazilian creatures that the fishman could be based on. So, for our purposes, I'm mainly going to focus on one of those, which is the Ipupiara. So, according to, for now, Cardim, the Ipupiara basically looks like a tall person, and they're, like, distinctly male and female, but they live in the water. Whatever. According to some other sources, the Ipupiara look more like actual animals. In the mid-1500s, one of these creatures was reportedly killed by Balthazar Ferreira, and was described as having short brown fur, whiskers, and a tail fin, as well as a blowhole on the back of its head. These creatures can be found in, like, coastal regions and in freshwater rivers, like, where they meet the sea. Mm-hmm. They apparently kill their prey by, like, hugging them and squeezing them very tightly, like, so, like, basically like a boa constrictor, so they die from that, and they're also kissing them. So I guess it's kind of an accident, because when the, like, the person dies... They just, like, get sad and leave. Maybe they take, like, eyes, nose, fingertip, toes, or genitalia, but otherwise the body is left alone. Interesting. Yeah. So an important connection between this creature and the fishman from Shape of Water is that the evil government agent says the people of the Amazon worship the fishman as a god, obviously in a mocking voice like, haha, we caught your god. Um, this creature and the other one, that Costa, who, like, wrote the article I mentioned, describes, they're not worshipped, but because they are known to, like, drown people who are crossing the river, people will, like, leave offerings in the form of tobacco and cachaca, cachaca, I don't know anything about Portuguese. So, kind of like a safe, a little gift for a safe passage. Okay. All right. There's our background. Ipupiara inspired Gilman. Gilman has been used to explain away several cryptid sightings. Essentially, people will say that they've seen a lake or river monster, and the explanation is that they have seen the creature from the Black Lagoon, or something similar, shortly before that sighting. And actually, this is one explanation for, like, the Loveland Frogman that we talked about a few episodes ago. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, so people are like, oh, they blew this out of proportion because they'd recently seen Creature from the Black Lagoon or whatever. But what are some other cryptid sightings or hoaxes that might stem from the Gilman? great question let's find out let's find out let's find out these are not in any order no No, put them put them in order from shortest to tallest 
it might be in order then. We're <laughs> close. Um, I guess kind of you want to think it's in order from west coast to further east. All right. Because I mapped it out and I was like, wow. 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 So first, the sightings that truly like started it all for this episode, it was the Thetis Lake Monster or Canadian Lizard Man. This cryptid was spotted by teenage boys on Vancouver Island in 1972. And for those wondering, Vancouver Island is on the west coast of North America, much further away, very far away from where Lindsay and I are, were, will be. Well, will be. We don't you don't know. know. Maybe I'll move to Vancouver Island. I mean, I might move after I graduate, and I don't know where I'm going to go after that. So it's a possibility. Anyway, the two boys described a humanoid creature that stood approximately five feet tall. It was a bit lizard-like and had a head covered in spikes. Four days later, two men also claimed to have seen this creature and added that it was covered in silvery scales. These sightings then led to a police investigation. Also, regardless of whether the original sighting is accurate, like what I just told you, the Victoria Daily Times differed from that initial report and stated that the two teens claimed to have been chased by the creature when even getting slashed across the hand by its claws. The police, though, did think that the boys were sincere, so they continued the investigation. Apparently, someone in the area also told police that their pet tegu lizard had recently gone missing, and this lizard is aggressive and can grow up to four feet long, so, like, that could have been what the boys yeah, that makes... and the men saw. That makes sense. Two of the four witnesses later recanted their stories and claimed that it was a hoax to get attention, but we technically don't know if the other two also faked their sighting. Also, a different article noted that a week before the first sighting, a local TV station broadcast Monster from the Surf, which is about a sort of like Gilman creature attacking teenagers. And sounds almost exactly like what happened to them. Yeah. But fortunately for me, and you I guess, but mostly me, <laughs> the Thetis Lake Monster is not the only crypt cryptid creature that looks like the Gilman. In fact, a similar creature was spotted in 1959 in Ohio, same state as the Loveland Frogmen. This creature, now known as the Charles Mill Lake Monster, is described as seven feet tall and armless, with luminous green eyes mm -hmm. and large webbed feet. That was beautiful timing for drinking down the last of your green. It was. Cheers. Sippy. Time for a sippy. Anyway, on March 28, 1959, three teenage boys were goofing around near Ruggles Road, where the creature, where a creature rose up from the water before them. The boys quickly ran off, and local authorities later investigated their claim, noting that there were tracks that resembled the gear that resembled the foot gear worn by skin divers on the shore, but they did not see like any other signs of the Charles Mill Lake monster. So Ruggles Road can't be real. That can't Ruggles be real. Ruggles Road? I, yeah. I mean, it's Ohio. Yeah, fair. It could be real. But yeah, no, it sounds really dumb, so that's why I had to, I had to include the name. Like, what else am I going to do? Of course. Also, like, foot gear worn by skin divers, I think they just mean, like, flippers. Probably. Yeah. What is a skin diver? I don't know. I don't know either. That sounds kind of... It sounds gross. Gross. Google, what is a skin diver? Google, show me this man's balls. <laughs> Why would you say that? Skin it's diving. a TikTok sound. Is it? Yeah. I don't have TikTok. Oh. Okay. 
Skin diving is snorkeling while making breath hold dives to observe aquatic life up close and personal. So, snorkeling without the snorkel. Oh, that's dumb. But no, it's don't a, breathe. It's a TikTok sound, and there's a really good one where the caption is like me sitting down to watch Star Wars Episode Seven, whatever it's called. And then a picture of Adam Driver as Kylo Ren comes up, and then it goes back to the girl, and she just goes, Google, show me this man's balls. (laughs) And it's like, me too. (laughs) The creature was again sighted in 1963 and was described as luminous and green-eyed. But there are no other, like, that was the only description I really found in my very, very cursory search. Um, And that was actually a quote from... A Lauren Coleman book, which is pretty cool. Who is that? That name sounds familiar to me. Lauren Coleman is like one of the top cryptozoologists. Ah, that is why yeah. they sound familiar. Yeah. Even earlier than the Charles Mill Lake monster, but still later than the Gill Man from Creature from the Black Lagoon, is an account of what is known today as the Green Clawed Beast in Indiana from 1955 only one year after the release of the movie. There was only one known encounter with this creature, and no one really saw what it looked like. Mrs. Johnson and Mrs. Lamble, because they only gave their, like, Mrs. Husband's name Johnson and Mrs. Husband's name Lamble, and I refuse to use that, so... Ooh, yeah. We're sticking to just last names. I want to know these ladies' first names. They deserve it. Google, show me these ladies' first names. Yeah, fucking do it. Um, they... Mrs. Johnson claims to have been attacked by a creature by an, in the Ohio River. While swimming with her friend, Mrs. Johnson's knee was grabbed by a large, hairy, and claw-like hand. She tried to break free, but was pulled beneath the water before, kick, before she was able to, like, kick out of his grasp. Unfortunately, Mrs. Johnson was once again grabbed from behind and pulled underwater. Jesus. Yeah. After she resurfaced for the second time... Mrs. Johnson lunged for her friend's inner tube, and as she, like, splashed down, the creature left. They think they might have been, like, scared away by the, like, disturbance in the water or whatever. Okay. So once back on shore, Mrs. Johnson was treated for, like, several cuts on her leg, and they noticed that there was a green palm print-shaped vein left on her skin. And this palm print did not wash away for several days. Ew. Yeah. Neither woman could get a look at the creature, but it is thought that it may have looked similar to the fetus lake monster or the Loveland Frogman. A 14 investigator, Terry Colvin, later interviewed Mr. and Mrs. Johnson, who were reportedly visited by a man claiming to be an Air Force colonel. This mysterious stranger took notes on the encounter and then told the couple not to talk about the incident anymore. Hmm... Sounds familiar, men in black. Mm. Sounds familiar. Do you want to know the other super strange thing about this case? Yes. It, this encounter happened on August 21st, 1955. And if that sounds familiar, Lindsay, it's because that's the same day as the, Hops, as the Hopkinsville Goblin sightings. You can't Whoa. see it, but Lindsay has a shocked face. Yeah, I should make some noise because this is an audio medium. But <laughs> interesting. Yeah, the plot Evans- thickens. Evansville, Indiana, where this occurred, is only eighty-one point four miles away from Hopkinsville, Kentucky. From Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Really Hopkinsville, easy for me to Kentucky. Say right now. <laughs> but I think I think those little guys had webbed hands and feet. No, they didn't have feet or something. 
But they were kind of freaky looking. They were freaky looking. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's like not really any more than that. They just pointed out that eerie similarity and the suspicious man in black who wasn't technically a man in black because I don't think he was wearing black, I guess. Anyway. Well. It counts. It counts. It's a government cover It does count. Yes. And then I have one final cryptid sighting or hoax. Who knows? Who knows? This is the Lizard Man of Scape or Swamp, first spotted on July 14th, 1988. On this day, Lee County Sheriff's in South Carolina, just so you know where it is, investigated a car that had been damaged while parked at home. The car was littered with tooth marks and scratches, with hair and muddy footprints also found at the scene. After hearing about this damaged vehicle, 17-year-old Christopher Davis reported that his car had been damaged two weeks prior as well. However, his was damaged by what would come to be known as the Lizard Man of Scape or Swamp, a seven-foot-tall creature with three fingers, red eyes, and lizard-like skin, and snake-like scales. After work one night, Davis blew a tire and stopped to fix it. Once the tire was fixed, he noticed a creature walking towards him, quickly got into the car, and started to drive. But shortly after he started driving, the creature was on top of the car. David... Davis slammed on the brakes to make the creature, like, roll off the top mm. and sped away. On August 5th, an airman named Kenneth Orr allegedly shot and wounded this lizard man on Highway 15, presenting blood and scales as evidence. However, he recanted his story after being arraigned on charges of unlawfully carrying a pistol and filing a false police report. Hmm. I mean, I Wait, would Wait, so who did he kill? He didn't kill. Oh. So they're saying, oh, no, I didn't shoot or wound anything. Ha ha. And he technically, it didn't say he killed the lizard man. It just said he shot him and wounded him. I guess who did he shoot then? The lizard man. Right. But, like, if you're being charged with unlawfully carrying a pistol, I mean, I would kind of recant, too, because I think filing a police report was, like, the lesser charge he could be, like, the lesser thing he could be charged with. That makes sense. It's strategic. Clearly the lizard man is real. Oh, absolutely. Oh, fuck yeah. Law enforcement, however, incorrectly believes that the sightings were likely caused by a bear. I know. Sorry, bears and lizards. Bears and lizards do not look alike. They don't. I'm going to have to call bullshit on this one. They really don't. I'm sorry. Like, they're wrong. They're not not even a little bit similar. No. And that's really all I have for our brief history of fish, gill, and lizard men. I love it. Also, on that last one, I thought you were saying the lizard man escape or swamp and i'm like what the fuck does that mean (laughs) but you were not saying that no it is lizard man of the location scape or swamp yes i figured that out about halfway through the story (laughs) that's fair (laughs) skype does not have the best audio quality that's okay skype doesn't you're right basically i just think these lizard men are cool these fishmen are cool there's a lot of similar sightings, so they can't all be hoaxes. Exactly. They can't all be hoaxes. Law of large numbers. One of them has to be real. Yeah. So I can probably go find myself, like, a fish boyfriend if I look hard enough, right? I, I think mean, I'm so. I'm not doing so well, so well with the real thing, so, like, why not? I believe in you. You are very resourceful. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm gonna go drive to, like, some bodies of water now at night, because that's not dangerous. Just take some pepper spray for all those men who are not fish. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
they can't abduct me, but if you're like a fish man, you're allowed to. I'll I'll let it happen. This is correct. This will... is not abduction. Then it's willingly running away from my life and responsibilities. And returning to the sea as God intended. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, ancestor who crawled from the depths. What's wrong with you? I saw have you ever seen that picture where it's a bunch of people just like flipping off a dog? No, but yes, oh, it's... actually yes. It's funny, but I saw that, and instead of the dog, it was edited that, like, weird thing that crawled out of the ocean, and it, everybody was just flipping it off, and it's like, yes. Yes. This is, this is yeah. the state of things. It is. I, like, I will come back, though, for the podcast every week. I won't abandon you. It'll be, I'll have a deal with the fishman, like, Persephone, and her mom, and Hades. Yeah, but just, like, Words. every one day every week, I come back, and I do the podcast, and then we're good. Yeah, instead of spring. Yeah. Instead of seasons, it's just once a week. Yeah. I think that I think we can make it work. We, you guys can share custody. I think so, too. We'll, make, yeah. we'll figure it out. Of course. Figure it and out. My sources for this episode were the Wikipedia mages. The Wikipedia mages? <laughs> Hold on! Hold on! The wizards of Wikipedia. <laughs> the knowledge mages of Wikipedia. <laughs> what percentage is that barefoot, snakes. bud? I can't speak. I couldn't say Hopkinsville. You still can't. Say Hopkinsville, Kentucky. To be fair, Hopkinsville is kind of a weird. Or no, it's. I think it's either Hopkinsville or Hopskinsville. I don't know. I don't know either. And I. That's I the episode I did. You. I've been on the verge of a mental breakdown for like two weeks. This might be it. This might hey, be happening. Let's fucking go, baby. Hell yeah, so my sources were not the Wikipedia mages, but the Wikipedia pages for The Lizard Man of Scape or Swamp and Creature from the Black Lagoon, Brazilian Folklore Notes on the Shape of Water by Andrioli Costa, Ipupiara from Cryptid Archives, The Gill Man of Thetis Lake by Ross, writing for Unknown Victoria, Green Clawed Beast, colon, parentheses, Indiana, USA, end parentheses, by Rob Morphy. <laughs> And the Cryptids Wiki pages for Thetis Lake Monster and Charles Mill Lake Monster. Oh, also a fun fact. Uh, it was a woman who designed the original costume for the Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yes, I learned that yeah. as well. She's fairly prolific, I believe, if I'm remembering this NPR interview correctly. I guess. For, like, horror stuff in the yeah. 50s. I don't know. They had, like, a se- I know they have a separate actor for, like, on land and underwater scenes, too. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Fun. If people want to contact us, much like the Gilman made contact with Kay in Creature from the Black Lagoon, how might they do so, Lindsay? Okay, so wait until... This is going to be directly for Erica, because I think she needs it a little bit more than me. But, so <laughs> wait until she is swimming in a body of water. Fresh or solid is your preference. Yeah. Uh, and then, it would be preferable if you got into costume as the Gilman. But you need to do something to let us know that you're not a creep and you are a fish-man hybrid. Or, like, at least a cryptid lover. That yes. You need to have some like sort of... of cryptids. Yeah, some sort of identifying feature. Yeah. Uh, and then grab her ankle and pull under the water. Don't hurt Erica or anything, but just... I mean, pull. if it happens, it happens. Okay, this is her saying this, not me. <laughs> Police. <laughs> Get her attention that way, uh, and then when she understands that you're not trying to murder her, uh, ask us your question. Yeah, and leave your palm print green for, like, a couple days on my yes. skin. Yes. So that I know it's real. 
Yes. And if that doesn't work, I guess you can't find me because I don't think I've been swimming in, like since I've moved to Florida, which is kind of ironic considering It is Florida, kind of ironic. I'm literally like very close to the ocean and to like freshwater springs and like, yeah, I should go swimming more, but I don't. There's a pool at my apartment complex. I've never used it. Hmm. Mind you, I also just don't trust my apartment complex. Anyway. That's fair, yeah. Off topic. If you can't find me because I don't go swimming very often, you can also email us at justmightexistpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram as justmightexist. Yes, you should do both of those things. You should. And with that, Lindsay, I have one final question. What's up? What is the cryptid of the week? Cryptid of the week is empathy from Texas lawmakers. Wow. Yeah. You're never going to find that one. Absolutely not. It This one doesn't exist. <laughs>